Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and presenter. Today we have a new guest with us, Jamie Halsey, and this, for episode 101, we are going back to school with Professor Halsey and Professor Matera. Just a little asterisk there, I don't think either of us have our PhD, but we're just having fun with the fact that this is episode 101, so we wanted a little college reference here because we are doing a nice episode on the intro to gamification but before we get too far jamie can you give us a, a little little descriptor here of of you and your world hello i'm jamie halsey i teach fourth grade um in roseville california and i'm just happy to be here i i am so <laughs> excited to have jamie here uh super excited to have you so getting started here uh first off where like what's your game like let's let's start there you're you're a fourth grade teacher um self-contained she teaches everything (laughs) so uh what's like what's your theme well uh, after reading your book i realized i should pick a theme and and to pick something that i liked and so i love star wars so i decided to to just go with that (laughs) All right, can't so you go ha- wrong. <laughs> you can't. You can't go wrong. Star Wars is so great. So you have yeah. Star Wars, and uh, you've picked that theme. That's really good. Now, the, the the question I often get is: so we have this theme, Star Wars. I am a fourth grade teacher, self-contained, teach it all. Star Wars, fourth grade teacher, self-contained. How do these two meet? <laughs> like, well, uh, first of all, I start off the class. This is literally day two. And I created a Star Wars crawl that kind of describes the that story. That little text crawl, that little... That crawl. little text crawl. Um, and there's a... You can get a customized one. I, I farmed that one out. And um, it basically just talks about how they are in the Jedi Academy. And they are working toward becoming Jedis. And that the evil empire is out there trying to wreck their learning. But we're going to overcome and learn new things and grow together. Um, and so they're battling against the empire all year long. And then, um, basically we get into guilds and we have our first challenge. Um, and it's a way to, to build up their teams because they'll be in their guilds for several months. Um, and then at the end of, uh, that particular challenge, uh, they get, uh, experience points and we talk about that and, you know, we kind of fly by the seat of our pants and, you know, initially I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, and you know, I, I kind of kept it vague because again, I didn't know what I was doing, but you know, I've kind of grown and the kids have kind of grown and we've kind of built this game together. It's been a lot of fun. All right. So I like this, uh, for those of you listening, you got this, this idea. She, she Jamie wanted to like build out her game and she wanted to build out her class. She wanted to apply this. She picked that theme solid then she got them into teams like right there you're in these guilds they're working together now the next sort of question though that every teacher sort of asks is how does the game work with inside a class like what what do you how do they earn experience points how do they earn any of these things that you might want to do how is it a game well Um, You know, one of the things that I've been doing for years are STEM challenges. And so that kind of is a perfect way to incorporate points and experience points 
into the game. So as teams compete in a guild challenge, for example, we did, um, this is one I do every year because I teach fourth grade social studies in my class and we talk about exploration. And so they built these little galleons and they, um, the contest was to see how many, how much weight each galleon could hold. Well, we just turned that into a challenge and the guild that built the ship that had, that could hold the most weight got experience points and got, um, to visit my card deck. So again, that's just something I do every year, but I just added a little gamified spin on that. Wait a minute, Jamie. You're, you're dropping some serious knowledge on these students, but these students, this is a one-on-one class. You're going to have to explain a little bit. You said yes. your decks. What, is the, what does this mean? Okay. So I have two types of cards that students can earn in my class. So one type of card is a power card that can do things in the class. And again, it's stuff that they normally could do, they could earn. For example, um, they could sit with a friend or they could take their shoes off or mm -hmm. they could, um, you know, just little priv privileges. And then the other thing that they can earn are items in my class. And um, they can build lightsabers with their cards that they earn. So they have a choice to either pick a power card or an item card. So you separate um, these, they're, they're truly two different decks. They're literally two decks. Yeah, I have two stacks. And so they can pick from either one. And, you know, it kind of depends on what they're going for. If they but, want more privileges, they could go for the privilege. Department. And that's a big game piece. So <laughs> those of you listening, like what Jamie did perfectly well there was give the player agency, some choice that affects their world, their life. Jamie's going to ask them to do plenty of things they have to do. But here's sort of their their moment. Like, what do they want? Do they have really like that like power up of like choice of what they get to do do they want the items and the sort of strength things like that's pretty awesome yeah it's fun they love it all right so we have these decks you talked about that you talked about yeah. like these stem challenges in your science mm -hmm. class these are things that i think a lot of teachers do even outside of a science class we might have little team building activities i'm going to make that connection to but in yeah. that science class it's a little bit of like a lab a little bit of an activity and i love your description here about doing what we are, what we all could kind of picture in our head, right? We're doing like a, a weight distribution challenge, kind of a strength, like how much weight does the bridge hold? I mean, there's lots of those kind of uh, science sort of experiments, but you kind of added this little element here and you gave them that piece, like here's how the game is going to interact with this activity. And that's awesome. Now, do you have another sort of example where, a daily task or an activity that happens in anybody's classroom where that game interacts, where that like they might get a card, they might get a power up, they might get a badge. Yeah, well, it happens quite often when we do just a standard math quiz. So rather than just taking their quiz and getting their grade and so on, um, if they get a 70% or higher, um, they can get um, – a card from the deck and the way it's kind of gamified like on a quiz on like, an assignment. like on a quiz so Perfect. for example it's quiz time 
So on the TV, I start the Imperial March from Star Wars, so they know <laughs> it's awesome. time. So you add that little bit of flair, that little bit of A little like... bit of flair, and again, that doesn't take any time. It's literally on YouTube. I just I have it all ready to go. Bum, so they bum, know as soon bum, as bum, the music bum, bum. <laughs> exactly as soon as the music starts, they're like looking at each other and it's all tense and they put up their little uh, corrals around their workspace and they take a digital quiz. And then when they're done with the quiz, they get the results immediately, and then they come get a battle sheet from me. And so depending on what they're fighting, um, on the battle sheet has a picture of whatever it is they're rescuing or battling or whatever. So there's another, just going to pause, there's yeah, another yeah. <laughs> moment where like she's she's infusing some of the storyline, some of the like world. So you're just doing a math quiz. Yes. They're just taking that, but you added that music. Mm-hmm. And then you thought of another moment here. This this particular quiz, this particular battle, you were going up against like Boba Fett. You were going up against right. like right. So now that like, but in the end, it is just the same ten question math quiz you were going to give the year before. Yeah, it's just a, and and all they're doing on that battle sheet is marking how many uh, kind of life they've taken off that thing that they're fighting. So they have you know ten hearts on the on the quiz. It's worth 10 points. You know, if they score a 7 out of 10, they've defeated that boss, and they get a trip to the um, to the deck. All right. So we have that mechanic coming up again where we did really well on the STEM challenge. Maybe our group did well on the STEM challenge, and we all got to go to the deck. Maybe it was like literally like a solo winner, and I got to, no pun intended on solo. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear. Um and uh, maybe I just got to go to the deck. Then here in the math class, we're all taking our math quizzes. This is an opportunity for many of us to hopefully be inspired to do well enough on these because then we'd all get trips to the to the deck, right? Right. Because this isn't yeah. like a winner takes all. It's not like, boom, I scored the highest. This is no. all of you could do this. And the other thing that I would recommend to people that are in this one-on-one class with us here is um, think of things that are repetitive. Like you're going to give many math quizzes throughout the year. So kids also know like it's maybe worth their time as far as the game goes to invest in leveling up and doing well enough on these quizzes because like this is an opportunity to possibly get 10, 15 items over the course of the year. Right, yeah. And they can, you know, they can build up their you know, privileges in class. And then they can, as they collect items, they can build those lightsabers. And that's really exciting for the kids. So you've already, I think, blown our minds. We got like a science example here. We got a math example. Like, do you have any other tricks up your sleeve for another subject? Because you just seem uh, to be the Swiss army knife of gamification. <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact. Um, what? <laughs> so in my class, we are working toward reading 40 books. Um, we're taking the Donlin Miller's 40 book challenge in the class. And the idea is that not only do they read 40 books, but they read 40 books in different genres and trying to step out of their comfort zone and read different types of books. So when the kids read something and they present it, you know, in the form of a book talk or a book snap or, um, a Flipgrid video, um, after they present it, they can then take a trip to the deck. So it's a, another way to um, encourage that reading. 
uh, this, this, I'm loving sort of the beauty of this. This is a perfect example of beginning gamification that can easily sort of grow, easily get adapted, easily add elements to. But at the, at the core here, you, the, this deck mechanic that you have is so awesome. And, and I hope everybody's hearing how that deck mechanic continues to pop up, whether we're talking about the science example, the, uh, this, this math example we just went into, and now even like an English example. So th this notion of adding the game to the things you do shouldn't seem so overwhelming, right? Like, do, do you feel like confident sort of telling people that you could almost add that deck mechanic to, to almost any activity you do? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, really, the sky's the limit on, you know, where I can pop the deck in there and, and, you know, the kids can, can things get gamified and the kids can go and take a trip to the deck. I mean, the other day in PE, I, no way you have a PE example. <laughs> I have a PE example. Oh my so goodness. they're trying, <laughs> trying to have more control over the hockey puck. It's, you know, we're playing some street hockey and so on the fly, I just had the kids shoot the puck and try to get it into like a target. And depending on where it is, they could earn points. And then at the end, whoever had the most points, they got to go to the, take a trip to the deck. So this is great. So again, <laughs> here we have a like PE example, a science example, a math example, and an English example or language arts example. This is crazy. And it also shows like, how important an elementary teacher's job is like holy cow that you you sort of oversee all that that's amazing jamie uh next question i think for the listeners because like you've done such a good job of showing how this game can pop up and easily get married to any of these things uh and your your pe example i gotta say really also i want to give you kudos shows you growth over time because your other examples were clearly thought out. They were clearly like, I'm adding this element. We're going to do the quizzes this way. You probably made those battle sheets. You know, you built that out. But here's an example of like on the fly, in the moment, you were able to add these game elements. So that's pretty awesome. It is. And it's kind of crazy as you grow with gamification, you start seeing gamification in everything. <laughs> I love it. That's definitely the eyeballs that I have. Yeah. <laughs> I just see it everywhere. Uh, it's quite lenses, quite nice lenses I have. Uh, all right. So the next question I got to say for these beginning gamer fires is they are, I, it, they, they must be right now running out to sort of build out their decks, but then they're presented with this question. What's in these decks? Yeah. So I have two types of decks. So one is a power deck where they can earn privileges, um, like sit with a buddy or take their shoes off or, um, so the buddy, take your shoes off. What else we got? You got, um, you have more than two cards <laughs> in that day. I know. Um, Oh, other powers. So like, um, if we're doing a review style game, mm -hmm. um, you know, they might have a power where they can, um, add points to their team or take points off the boss. Um, so those kinds of powers within the game. All awesome examples. So I hope you heard how some of them were personal, like like the, the they're actually comforting or exciting to the individual player. 
like the shoes, right? Mm -hmm. Or like sit anywhere or those kind of things. Uh, but then what I love, and I think this will happen to all of you if you just go out and try it, once you start to build this, these game moments, did you hear that some of the things that Jamie added affected the game? Like right now you're like, well, what could I give? They could free seat, uh, you know, like late homework pass, whatever. And you'll run out of those ideas really quick and you're going to be like, what else do I add? But once the game's running, kids care about some of these game items. Like some of these kids will be like, ooh, I can get a six on a quiz and still defeat the boss once. Like I'm sure that's like a, an idea, you know, like. Yeah. As a matter of fact, one of the quizzes um, prompted a student to, to give me a card proposal. Um, I love it. <laughs> so one of the things they had to do in their well, the thing they were trying to um, do in the, the quiz is they were trying to save a Lothcat, um, which is a Star Wars critter. And so at the end, um, I said, congratulations, you've got a friend for life. And so one of my students said, hey, how about we make a Lothcat card that's a friend for life that can help us during the battle? And so I was like, that is brilliant. And so brilliant. <laughs> we made it together and now that card is in play. So it helps them become part of the game too. They really take ownership. All right. So you said you had two decks. We've sort of yes. explored and described one of them. Yes. The other one. <laughs> yeah. What's the other one? They're all items, and basically they can collect kyber crystals, which is what makes lightsabers shine, and I have different colors, and they can build lightsabers with those. So, for example, if they have, I don't know, 10 magenta kyber crystals, and they get a, a metal alloy card, and they get a magnet card, they can put all those together, and they can trade it for a lightsaber card and then the lightsaber once they get one of those they can add experience points um with dice rolls at the beginning of class so it's really exciting no this is so great now like <laughs> what we can talk about too now is when students have these so one they're physical i've seen photos of yours on XP lap hashtag there. Uh, so you make these cards using the magic, the gathering sort of website, yes. um, beautiful place to go. Uh, MTG cardsmith.com build your own cards out. They're awesome. Next question. Do you let kids trade these? Yes, I do, but we have limits on those. So, um, I don't let them trade whenever they want. We have a special oh, me neither. Day. <laughs> Well, I got that from you, actually, from your book. <laughs> like, uh. So they can trade on Friday. We call it the trading caravan. And they have the last five, ten minutes of class on Fridays. It's like open season. So that's when they can trade with each other. Oftentimes they negotiate because they want particular kyber crystal colors or they need a magnet to build their lightsaber, whatever it is that they need. Um, and then at that time they can come see me and trade in their cards to get their lightsabers. And, and it's what, super exciting. <laughs> yes. And like what 
what I was going to ask. What is the feel in the class at that at that those ten minutes? It's electrifying. They are talking to each other and negotiating, and you know they're kind of also kind of thinking about the game and how it kind of played out over the week. So you know, and they talk a lot about what their what their goals are, what they're trying to do. You know, are they trying to build lightsabers? Are they trying to get this particular privilege card or this particular power up card or whatever? So it's just a lot of great conversation. Kids are so excited. Um, so for your uh, lightsabers, is that like a little bit, a little, teach just a little bit, like sort of the Monopoly like set collection? Like I'm, I'm, I need to get these four things yes. to like unlock something? Uh-huh. Yeah. It, yes, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, if they have a certain number of cards, um, they can build out their lightsabers and, you know, for those kids that really like collecting things, mm-hmm. sometimes just the act of, you know, getting all the different colored lightsabers that are available. I mean that. And in what do the lightsabers itself, do again? I'm sorry. They do all kinds of things. So they can, uh, do a dice roll for additional XP. And then it can also give them battle points when we do a review game. Nice. And what are your battle points used for? How do you use battle points? So battle points would be um, all the points that the students have Mm -hmm. that they've earned through cards. And that's kind of like their defense points. So when the boss comes at them with whatever, um, they can defend with those points. And then, you know, then they have offensive style points that they can use to defeat the boss. So are those well. just different lightsabers? Like if I had a red lightsaber, it's offensive. If I have a blue one, it's defense. Is it like that? No. All the lightsabers are basically the same unless okay. you have a rare. Like I have some rare things. So if you have a gold lightsaber, that's which harder I to want, get. I don't which I totally <laughs> it's want. Super exciting. Or like a um I have a dark saber, which is like black. Um if you get those, those have additional points. They're they're worth a little bit more. They're a little more special. But you have to dig a little deeper to find those kyber crystals. Nice. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So, so putting a lightsaber together to make it sort of like come together, like how many like parts do I need to have? Um, it depends. But for the most part, it's like 10 kyber crystals and a couple magnets and like four metal alloy cards. So, so you know, I'm, it takes I'm, like so I'm drawing, a lot of cards. Yeah, yeah, so I'm drawing from the items deck and I'm hoping to yes. get some magnets, which the magnet itself doesn't do anything, but it's like if I got enough magnets and enough kyber crystals like that I can then take these to you and yes. say now give me like the full blown like red Exactly. Are the resources, I'm totally nerding out. I don't know if this is yeah. helping anybody, but like, <laughs> are the resources generic? Like when I trade them into you, can I say like, I want the green lightsaber. I can want the red lightsaber. I want the, or do the cards dictate that? Like I have a red magnet, thus I can only get a red. So magnets and alloys are generic, but the kyber crystals are specific. So you so have to have red to get the red um, lightsaber. And then you can upgrade your lightsaber. That was another mechanic I added. So you could have a lightsaber that has two sides, or you could have like the Kylo Ren one that looks like a sword. The little extra ones on the side. Little extra ones. So they can upgrade their current lightsabers. 
this is all fancy one so I love like so I mean I hope people that are listening I know I went on a little bit of a change there <laughs> but it really shows you like an easy economy that you could build right she took she has some generic ones then she has the specific ones that really will up that trade game that'll up that like interest uh I love this idea of like it is still a deck so I'm just like I know I much like Monopoly like I know I need the other yellow to complete my set but like oh like I didn't get it today. I didn't get it on this lap. And like, oh, I got to draw a card today. I didn't get it. Maybe I can yeah. convince my friend because I, I got two generics. Maybe I can give him my two generics for the one kyber crystal I really need. Right, right. And then, you know, and then as they complete other things in the class, side quests, or they do like a guild challenge and they do well, you know, occasionally I'll throw in something really special like an omni crystal that can be any color. You know, so you can just add all these little things and it's just like a pile of cards. It's really all it is. But what I love too is you're really showing uh, this idea of it's, I, I don't know, it's, you don't need to be a super gamer player yourself. These, these things start to just be almost natural for a teacher because what you're talking about is you've created a requirement that, that stops them from doing something. Like you need 10 red kyber crystals to get the red sword. However, I'm going to make a cheat for the, for the rule I imposed on you. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like here's an omni crystal that can work in any which way. So like you've just created like a problem and a solution. And the only way to get those is to hit the decks. So right. like what an awesome, smooth, elegant system to, to put in place and you've really done just an amazing job showing us how it, it just hums in the background and you could apply that to apparently easily for different classes and I'm sure you apply it to others those are just the examples you share with us and you could really add that to almost any day once you have that deck mechanic running and you have these like mainstay things like we're gonna have trade Friday they know they're gonna do some boss challenges like they know, like you can, oh man, your heart's content. You could just really like build this out. It's so awesome. Oh, thank you. It's fun. I love it. So <laughs> I guess on that note, because we're nearing the end here, like how, how, have, how has this resonated with your, your fourth graders? They are so excited. Um, and I feel too, like they've really bonded together. Like, you know, they're, you know, I had a, a student that had a harder time getting those kyber crystals and making as many trips to the deck, you know, and I've had kids that, you know, are like, Hey, you know, how about you give me that one? I'll give you two of mine. Nice. And, you know, there's just that camaraderie. They're really rooting for each other. Um, which that was something that was unexpected. You know, I didn't anticipate that. I mean, I, you want that to happen, but you know, they're really, um, cohesive and they're excited. They're really excited. I mean, who would get excited over, um, a math quiz, but they're super pumped when that happens. Because <laughs> they understand the opportunity that is unlocking for them right there in that moment. Right, exactly. And they're excited when they get to build a lightsaber. And again, it's just like paper and, you know, laminate. And it's it's easy. You know, they love it. They just, it's so simple, but it's it's so rewarding. And you know, I found as a teacher too, it kind of feeds my creativity. I have a lot of fun with it. Um, that was going to be my next question. How great. did it, how did it change for you? So that's good to hear that like even yourself, it, it sort of provided you some 
some of your own entertainment and creativity and yeah. the juices flowing. And now you're yeah. making some stuff up on the fly. You're with your <laughs> like hockey game. And then like, uh, I'm sure you've added other mechanics and this is the other thing we didn't really get to talk about, but you know, you started with this mechanic, but I'm sure you've added, I don't know, like Easter eggs is a, just a fun one to add. I'm sure you've added things like that. Yeah, they're just kind of hidden all over the place. You know, like when I give them an assignment, and again, this is like the same assignment I do every year, but then I'll hide like within some text, I'll say something, you know, like click on the link for the Easter egg. So then they would click on the link and then they would solve a puzzle and then they would get something special. Like for example, one of the things that they found in one of my assignments was, you know, the little dice that Han Solo has in the, in the Millennium Falcon. So if they complete that challenge, they got that special card and then it can change their dice rolls a little bit. Um, so that was really exciting. So just like finding, you know, taking this thing that I normally do anyway, and then just adding a little tiny piece and gamifying it that way. It's just really fun. And we can kind of make we can kind of make any moment pop then when we want. Like it gives us as the teacher a huge amount of creative flexibility uh, and, and ups that engagement. For sure. <laughs> so we are at reflection time, Jamie. You ready wow. for you ready for it? I'm ready. All right, this one comes from Maureen O'Hara, and it's here's the quote. In the beginning, it was all black and white. but now it's color. All right. Um, so I guess this makes me think about at the beginning of this school year and being somewhat rigid um, with kind of how the game was going to go. Um, you know, I, I had an idea about, you know, I wanted the kids to have these power-up cards, um, and I kind of was following your book, Mm -hmm. And just kind of, you know, building out a theme and, and all of that. And what happened is that it, I've kind of made it my own and, um, it's kind of, and the kids have made it their own as well. And so I don't know, I, it's, 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 it's just really evolved over the course of the year. Um, and I imagine too, that next year my game's probably, going to be different because I have a different group of kids. So mm -hmm. I imagine no two games are alike. Um, well, I mean, I know I'm definitely constantly adding to my game. I mean, I'm still within the realm of nobles. I keep that theme the same. So a lot of my items can still, I don't have to recreate all of those, but every year there's like a new challenge. I'm adding a new piece to the storyline. Uh, students suggest new items and power-ups and all those things get kind of added in. Uh, but I love your point there about like in the beginning, it was like more baby steps, more like we're going to do this and this and this. And, and maybe even that you were sort of courageous to sort of move forward without that complete perfect understanding. But then as you did move forward, it sort of illuminated it all and it just made it under, it, you, you understood it and it went to full color. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely changed you know, my teaching and my, the feel of my classroom all just, it's great. I love it. It's my um, favorite thing. I'm so glad to hear it. That's <laughs> awesome. 
thank you so much, Jamie, for being on here and you know sharing with us your talents, your ideas, your passion, your enthusiasm. It was an awesome episode. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Everyone else, thank you so much for joining Well Played this week. Uh, as always, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Mr. Matera, and you can see these episodes and comment down below in these episodes. We'd love to kind of hear your thoughts, your takes, your ideas, your items, your power-ups, your decks, whatever. We want to hear about it. And while you're there, hit subscribe, check out some of the other content. Love to hear from you guys. And that's all we got for today. Take care. Game on.